0: It's all bots, all the way, it's all fucking bots! It's June 22nd, 2022, and this is Rare Encounter, encounter number 102. Wrangling amateur hour, I'm Abel Kirby.
1: And trampling corpses like an angry god, I'm Cold Acid.
2: Tonight, and have on Cloud9, I'm Cotton Gin.
1: And we have a special guest tonight, which is Cotton
0: Gin returning to Rare Encounter for his second appearance, <laughs> I believe. Yay!
2: And uh, yeah, Maybe like two and a half. <laughs>
0: two and a half, Uh-oh. yeah. So, I disappear for one week, okay, and everything goes to shit. Is that what happened? Yep. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> God. Covers it perfectly. I, I listened to the stream a little bit, and I heard uh, you trying to figure out what do I say at the beginning of the episode?
1: <laughs> How do I announce? It would it? require a it show. It only prep, went downhill sh- from there. Well,
2: by the you, way, I still haven't done, but I got my audio figured out at least. Well, you know, the, the important part.
0: The reason that I thought it was funny is because the script for the beginning of the show is at the top of every show notes page. I was literally looking at it, <laughs> and you just read it while as asking. <laughs> so I was I was listening in my car. I was on the way out from my uh, the job site I was at. And Denver, and I, I tuned in, and that's what I heard is, what are you talking about? It's right there. You have the show notes.
2: The script. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm mildly uh, retarded. and was just <laughs> staring off into the ether, completely lost and confused.
1: Ah, uh, well, that's uh, perfect for Rare don't Encounter. Don't worry. I'm, I'm not we most of the time, too. <laughs> oh,
0: Lord. So how you been doing, Cotton Gen, since we last spoke to you?
2: Yeah, it's been uh, like close to a year or something like that. Yeah. feels like i don't know long time yeah i'm i'm, I'm great <laughs> it's good to hear
0: now yeah i i yeah. know you had uh some different uh career choices that you made on the <laughs> uh in the time uh since we last spoke uh is that something that you're willing to trash today the uh the employee which oh, you reside uh-huh. from I don't want to bring it up
2: if you don't want to. I see, I to. see where, you're, you're, where you're getting at. And yes, yes, I'd, I'd be happy to.
0: No, we want to hear that
2: story. Uh, it's a tease.
0: Yes. We'll get to that. We'll get to that in the main segment of the show. There's a couple of things we want to get through first. Uh, first, Rare Encounter uh, is a value for value show. And that means we don't charge you anything to listen. And you can just tune in at rareencounter.net. We have a live stream. We're on the No Agenda stream right now. And we record live about 7 p.m. Usually I say 7 p.m. Eastern. But today we're recording a little little late
2: It's seven o'clock somewhere
0: uh, it's seven o'clock somewhere as uh, his jimmy buffett's brother uh i don't know what his name would be but johnny buffett johnny buffett uh (laughs) would say and uh with the with that duet he sang with bryce jackson anyway
2: um is he related to michael i don't i don't think so
0: honestly they all look the same to me it's uh I can't tell them apart. We have a chat room. You can pop in on node.net. We're in the Rare Encounter chat room. You can troll along and uh, chat along. And you can also send us boostagrams, which we'll read on the show. And uh, I think we have some boostagrams, along with maybe some other oh, donations yeah. from last week. Kind of holdovers. Uh, people, the uh, careful observer might notice that no episode went out last week. I know I've observed that, so maybe you have too. So there's uh, some people to get through who boosted us last week and i want to thank him right at the top uh usually we have cold acid do that though uh do you have the uh helipad or do you want me to just read them?
1: i do not have helipad open but i do have i do have everything up until up until fletcher's boost from last wednesday
2: yeah can, can, uh, can, can we notes. back up a minute and uh let cold acid maybe explain
1: Yes. What's Cold there to explain?
2: Explain. <laughs> explain Your computer situation. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> there's not much to explain. The, comput- the computer shut itself off, whether it's because there was a power failure and I wasn't around to type in the uh, the password to start it up because I don't have a TPM. But I do have full disk encryption enabled, so I need to actually type in a password for the computer to start up. Uh, whether it was that or it was Windows Update itself deciding to fuck with me, it was uh, Sir Benrose. the computer was not on when I got home today. And it takes an eternity or three before it's actually usable when it's switched on. At the best of times, when Windows Updates decide to happen, the situation's only worse. I like the suggestions
0: inside the uh, the chat for Kevin Buffett, Willie Buffett, Quantum Buffett, uh, if you bury Buffett. Quantum Buffett.
1: I like what Servo said about uh, about what my computer went through. Windows down date. <laughs> Windows down date.
0: Yes. Downgrade yes. Tuesday. And, uh, yes, down, downgrade Tuesday. No, Barrett gets the winner, though. He said Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> so we had some boosts uh we had some boosts from fletcher one week ago um uh you want to read those off cold
1: uh you read you read uh, i mean All right, that's i've got No, you read them thousand. The first one the first ten thousand and one sats on. from fletcher for, for, oh yeah that is that is the first one <laughs> oops <laughs> in fletcher's messages what's tatters, uh, I, I, it's, it's, it's one of those days it's one of those <sighs> days what can i say
0: And then Fletcher also sent in 3,333 sats. Uh, That was six days ago, so that was for the last week's show, which did not happen. And he said, Tater Boost! And all his boost-os are potatoes."
1: I don't know what
2: you mean about didn't happen.
1: You missed one in the middle there. Boost from somebody else. Well, read it off. Yeah, I I saw one from Carolyn Blaney for 8888 sats. And she says, cotton gin and gold acid is a rare encounter indeed. Break a leg! (laughs)
2: the rarest of encounters yes
1: my uh helipad here's the here's the big thing though here here's the big thing and that is neither of them are the executive producer tonight hmm.
2: oh. some controversy because, over the, uh, executive producership
1: oh well it's because it's because uh it's because of uh, the crash the bitcoin crash and that means that the $6.66 that Gin sent over the past two months, one of which I didn't notice until last week, uh, mean that he is actually our top donator for this episode. So he's not only our guest, he's also our executive producer. So I suppose that means he gets to boss us around through the episode. Good job. Not that ah, we'll listen to him.
0: Ah. <laughs> Go me. All right. Well, thanks, Cotton Jin for exec-producing the episode and uh, coming on as a guest, too. It's great to have you back.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah.
0: So we've got a lot of ground to cover just in catch-up. I mean, uh, I was out in Colorado again. The uh, fun, uh, carefree world of Colorado is not quite the same way I remember it Uh, when (laughs) I was back there. Uh, I did spend some time on the uh, 16th Street Mall looking around again. Uh, In fact... I had a whole day bonus after United canceled my flight uh at the airport as I was trying to uh check in for my uh my flight home.
2: This is a pr- pretty infamous airport. It's been described on the uh on another podcast pretty exclusively, extensively
0: for the the strangeness and uh, I don't remember the the cancellations or anything ever being that bad. I used to fly out of DIA um, a couple times, you know, kind of often I'd say I flew out of there often, uh, spooky airport and, uh, the service was always pretty good. I've never had cancellations like this and delays like this before. So it's really bad, but yeah, the airport was, is actually being completely redone. Um, it was under construction for the past couple of years. I think it's still a little under construction. There's some like terminal B still has some, um, Some zones blocked off as they rework something behind – they have these big walls up that make it so prying eyes can't see what's going on in the construction area. But most of the big pain in the ass construction projects have been finished, including one which had shut off the middle of the terminal. And so like if you wanted to go from check-in to security, you had to walk outside and around uh, the long way. Uh, like go out one external door And walk way down to the other side of the airport And walk in an external door and walk all the way around In a circle, it was really bad uh, For about for about a year there And they fixed that, thankfully But anyway, the 16th Street Mall is uh, Just about the same trap. Well, if you, if you Go there and you pay for stuff Like if you're willing to pay the Inflated prices for drinks and food and everything And you get yourself off the mall And into the restaurants, then it's pretty it's not a bad experience um except for the part where everything costs too much <laughs> if you're on the 16th street mall it is a huge downgrade it's like you had uh there's been a lot of downgrade tuesdays since the last time i was there let me put it that way the pianos are gone cotton gin remember oh, the pianos? what yeah the pianos are all That's gone like the best part the um mall ride bus the free mall ride is yeah. still there but i could not bring myself to get on it it looked like it was disgusting it looked like it was uh essentially a place to c- contract the disease is my uh my take and i mean like hepatitis or something
2: the uh, that was my takeaway years ago as well
0: well i used to ride it um i i wouldn't mind getting on it and it used to be you get on and it was you know two dozen tourists uh at every stop and now i don't see any tourists anywhere
2: i guess that's the thing right my uh memory of it is filled with tourists
0: yeah and so now the the middle of the street is empty where you used to have people milling about and there's actually fewer homeless people they're all in tents and uh rvs lined up on the side of the uh the rail uh light rail line so do
2: you hear about the fire at the circus
0: no tell me about the fire at the circus
2: i heard the flames were intense
0: oh yes ah! <laughs> Uh, what else happened? Well, I was there. We, uh, I was watching some hockey. I went back to my old stomping grounds, my old uh, bar I used to hang out at. Met up with some friends and ended up watching uh, Avalanche, uh, you know, NHL hockey. Uh, and it was pretty cool. You know, we watched the Avs win <laughs> four to three in overtime. So it was pretty fun. Uh, they're in the playoffs. Finals. Uh, finals right? for the Stanley Cup. Um, yeah. They won the first two Go games. Abs. Yeah, they won the first two games. They lost the second one. That was back on Monday. They lost 2-6 to six to Tampa Bay. But game four is tonight, and it's going to start in uh, about 12 mi- Actually, a little less than that. A little, more like 10 minutes.
2: Um, you know, uh, I, I, I've been the biggest sports fan almost my entire life, and I've watched like 30 minutes of hockey this entire year, and hockey is like my favorite sport. I should really tune into these finals. It's, they they seem pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, they
0: they've been it. Uh, they've been really cool so far, and just maybe it's just me being back in the Avs bar with the Avs fans cheering for the Avs. It's a uh, it, it was a good time. It made everything kind of worth it. Um,
1: I'll start watching hockey again when Canadian teams can actually are allowed to win the cup again what i did
0: do is i brought a big old bag of the rare encounter coasters and i uh I left them hey, at the you gotta bar. send
2: me some of those by the way
0: oh yeah i'll get you on the list um i have to get serpent some i i have them packaged up and ready to go but i have to drop them at the uh at the post office so i've got some rare encounter coasters a couple other uh some bonus stuff i won't tell you what it is you'll have to wait till it gets there uh uh stickers and stuff from other no agenda stream shows um, so those will go out. Yeah. And if you want some coasters, uh, hit me up and if it's in the continental U.S., then I'll definitely ship you, uh, some of them. If it's international, we can talk about shipping them, but I, I want to see what the price is first because it costs a lot to mail a 25, a stack of, you know, 25 cent coasters can cost, uh,
1: i I've, I've always wondered, does Alaska tens. count, does Alaska count as part of continental U.S.A.? I don't. Because I know Hawaii doesn't
2: usually not yes yes i believe yeah. uh alaska which is weird is because considered alaska part of is continent. on the continent yes oh maybe a, the contiguous contiguous is, is probably, what you're looking for
0: yes contiguous u.s yeah. is probably what i should have said
1: so that also mean that uh that point roberts is not part of the contiguous usa eh? i've i've never tried to mail anything to point roberts so i'm not sure
2: no first time for everything <laughs>
0: If you're in Point Roberts and you want to get a rare encounter coaster, <laughs> send me an email: abelkirby at uh, rare dot. It might be able at rareencounter dot net.
1: Hell, if if they live in Point Roberts, just contact us. Anyway, if they don't want the coasters (laughs) just so that, yeah, just so that we can, can say we've talked to somebody from Point Roberts, Washington, that people who are in the USA, that isn't part of the contiguous USA.
0: I also like that little bit of, I think it's Montana. That's that little carve out. That's, uh, it is U S territory, but it's completely surrounded by Canada. There's no way to get (laughs) in and out except by going in through Canada, um, the uh are you familiar with i don't this think cult? that
1: that's not montana that's the uh that's that little triangle on what's it lake uh lake of the woods isn't that and the only way the montana? only way to access it by land is through manitoba
0: um well maybe i have my yeah minnesota minnesota yeah there it is there you go yeah it's north of minnesota it was one of those m states <laughs> somewhere up there yeah the uh i saw a video of the uh, immigration and Customs Enforcement policy there, and it's basically a f- phone booth that you go in, and there's a webcam, and you talk to someone as a like, "Yep, I'm walking in," and if you're if you're visiting, you're supposed to basically go in the phone booth and check in, and that's it. That's all they do. And but if you're a resident, you don't have to. You're exempt. You can just walk over the border. At least at the time. Well, that's uh,
1: because that's because pretty much all the residents there are natives anyway. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much that entire land is controlled by a native uh uh, a native tribe in minnesota it's an
0: interesting place it's one of those weird flukes of geography of of how they drew the lines on the map that made makes it interesting Mm. there's one in delaware too you know uh there was a dispute when they were doing the coastal survey of what i think it was what was going to be in pennsylvania versus what would be in delaware and uh there's a little carve out at the the top around wilmington <laughs> that uh that was the result of one of these disputes from the early united states history uh where there's it's like a little arc that uh was mistakenly d- defined in a in a weird way
2: the it's funny, uh there's uh, still lots of well not lots but there's definitely a uh, land that the united states still disputes to this day
0: yeah what i like to say is that uh we had well, you know, we had the Constitution and it was ratified and everyone said, oh, yeah, now we're going to be this federation of states and we're all happy. And then the first thing that they all did to each other was they immediately started – states immediately started suing each other over the territorial boundaries. And you had – that's why they had to get the U.S. Coastal Survey. And there's a whole story about how the, there was a dispute about the length of a meter and they had to take – at the height of uh, Atlantic piracy – Congress had commissioned a team to take the United States standard meter over to France and compare it to the French standard meter uh, in order to basically, quote-unquote, calibrate it to find out if it was really a meter, you know, so so that they could make accurate measurements um, for the U.S. Coastal Survey and – they, uh, the technique they had to use to measure it was they had uh, this pendulum device, and I, I could go into it. It's actually pretty fascinating. The, how do you measure these tiny little differences between length back how in you 17, you know, the late 1790s? Uh, Maybe it was the early 1800s. But anyway, the correction coefficient they got, they actually, they measured it. They measured the difference, and the correction coefficient was given as a temperature. Because of thermal expansion, they said, well, we're going to measure the the French meter stick at a certain temperature, and then we measure the U.S. meter stick. If it's at the same temperature, they're different lengths, but if you uh, just change the temperature you measure it at by thermal expansion, it gets a little longer, <laughs> and then they match. So it's a very, very interesting uh, science. They were really,
1: really clever about Are you saying when the temperature that.
2: gets hotter?
1: It, it's a lot easier now, isn't it, where where the meter is defined as uh, as like how fast light travels longer. in a certain amount of time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> meter, I hardly know
1: her. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, now that's me babbling. Uh, if you let me babble about yeah, okay, my Okay, so it turns you know? out turns out the the northwest yeah, the northwest angle only 70% of it is uh is held by the natives there.
0: Oh, only 70%.
1: But there's also another, there's also another <laughs> bit, of uh, another, like, practical exclave on, uh, on Lake of the Woods that is only accessible by, by land through Manitoba. Uh, and it's, uh, it's small enough that nobody actually lives there or goes there.
0: Oh, well, how you been doing, Cole? Besides, uh, computer trouble, uh, what have you been up to? i th- i think you have some tra- public transit stories to relay if i've been i've been following your uh, no agenda social a little bit
1: yeah but i'm not gonna i'm i'm not gonna turn those into into show content okay instead i'm going i'm going to uh i'm going to worry about how our jobs as meme makers may soon be lost
2: <gasps> to the machine oh no
1: yeah you see you see what c s b's been a i cooking lately AI dot cooking. Yeah, I, I told him. I told him I'd give him a shout out in, in tonight's episode. So there well, you go. Now he's just getting free I hope advertising.
2: You're
0: happy. Well, we got a trophy. Did you see our AI-generated trophy from Sir Seat Sitter?
1: Yes, I did.
0: For outstanding potato journalism, Cold Acid and I have received a uh, potato trophy, <laughs> courtesy of Sir Seat Sitter Vabs in a six-pack, and. Uh, Actually, I think we got about nine potato trophies, so we must have been doing a really
2: good job. It's a really cool yeah. trophy. I just wish I could see the top of it.
0: Yeah, it got cut off there. The favorite one, and, and Sir Cedar points this out, maybe I should, I should have put all of them inside, not just one, which I'm doing right now, is the, the trophy <laughs> cup, where it's, it's like a base plate that's probably made out of a nice mahogany. It's stained black. <laughs> There's a trophy cup. Which looks like it's made out of gold. It's fantastic looking, handsome trophy cup, and then above it is a potato levitating. And I think that's perfect. That is. <laughs> it's uh it's just something else, you know. So we thank Sir Seat Sitter for uh for the honor he's bestowed upon us.
1: Mm-hmm. Um other than that, that's n- that's not the o- that's not the only thing. It's not just it's not just Dali. It's also GPT-3. G- somebody took somebody took and passed in like a corpus of 4chan posts and now GPT3 <laughs> is writing these amazing green texts like articles about Donald Trump versus Greek mythology and I've
0: seen some of these but most of the ones I've seen I'm not gonna repeat on the show I'll say that uh, is there anything uh, Why? that sticks out?
1: Oh there's a there's a few there's a, there's oh, there's definitely a few of them. or
2: Please or do Donald tell.
1: or Donald Trump on on the trolley problem. here we go. In a speech given last week, Donald Trump ridiculed the trolley problem, a thought experiment in ethics that has been used to explore the difficult choices people sometimes have to make. You're on a trolley, and there are five people tied up on the tracks in front of you, Trump said. Do you kill the five people to save the one, or do you let the five people die and save the one? He went on to say that the problem is stupid, and that anyone who (laughs) agonizes over such a choice is a complete idiot. Trump's comments have been criticized by ethicists, who say that the trolley problem is a useful way to explore the complexities of morality. (laughs)
2: So they even get. Yeah, I'm the, sure that's exactly what he said.
1: Yeah. Donald Trump complained about Loki, the trickster god of North mythology, in a speech he made in Cincinnati last night. While discussing his plans to defeat ISIS, Trump said, We have to beat the hell out of them. We have to find out what is going on because they are laughing at us, they're mocking us, they're making a complete fool out of us. Trump then went on to say, I will tell you who is making a complete fool out of us, Loki. Have you ever heard of Loki? Loki is the god of mischief. He is the god of trickery. He is the god of deceit. And he is making a complete fool of us. So Trump did not elaborate on why he believes Loki is responsible for ISIS or how he plans to defeat the trickster god. So well,
2: he is responsible now, for No, no,
1: when I was reading I can't I can't That's do a takeaway. Donald Trump voice. I wish I could because when I was reading these the 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 Trump quotes in them I could hear them in his voice. <laughs> so what you're saying is the Babylon B uh
0: is uh soon to be dismantled uh The
1: Babylon B is soon, Yeah, <laughs> is is soon immersion. to be out of business. It's <laughs> uh,
2: <That's> pretty dark. <laughs>
1: Here we go. Here's a green text. Here's a green text. NSFW, just in case you're listening at work. Be (laughs) me. Read about Trump's plump rump. Get hired by Trump to be his personal ass wiper. Clean his butt every day for weeks. One day I notice that his butt is extra plump. I ask him what's up and he says, I've been eating lots of pussy. I start to feel uneasy about this and decide to confront him about it. I say, Miss Trump, I think you should stop eating pussy. He looks at me and says, you're fired.
2: Archived by the Library of Congress.
0: <laughs> by the Library of
1: Congress. Oh, my
0: God. So, between this and, and the Elon Musk Twitter thing, there's a lot of... Really stupid news out there. Um, the 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 news that I've been seeing about the GPT three thing has usually been someone complaining that it's unethical for a procedurally generated uh, green text or a procedurally generated um, um, news it's article, whole you know, hu- humorous though. humorous news article. Uh, You know, wow! Oh no, it's a racist news article, or it's an offensive news article, and that that means that you're unethical in your AI sorts of ways. And I've seen one or two of these. Are I didn't put I might have put them in the (laughs) Ablecraft notes actually, but I I didn't plan on bringing it up here. But it was very annoying reading people who call themselves AI ethicists basically complaining about a joke.
1: The second. Let me tell you something. This is not. This is not. This is not something that has anything to do with AI. Ethicists, in general, are humorous little douches like that. Yes. Humorless, you mean. That's what I said.
0: Humorless. You you must have cut out. (laughs) The other thing that bugged me, and I just want to run this by you guys and see if you remember this story the way I remember it, is... It was in the Elon Musk Twitter acquisition where they, you know, he has this dispute, which I know we're we're all familiar with, where he says, oh, Twitter's all bots. It's all bots all the way. It's all fucking bots. And I mean, he's pretty much right. And Twitter says, no, it's 5% bots. He's not wrong. And no, any it's all so here's the news story. Let me let me tell you what the breaking news Bots on this was. All the way down as a couple as of a couple days ago was Twitter's going to give its fire in an unprecedented move. Twitter's going to allow Elon Musk to look at their fire hose. This fire hose, the quote unquote fire hose.
2: They used there, to have a fucking fire hose. Well,
0: I'm glad you picked up on that. The way they present it is as if this was never a thing. But Google used to have access to the fire hose. They used to sell it to people. It was a product. You could...
2: Even before that, it wasn't even a... They used to give it away.
1: Before they sold it, you had regular access to it. Anybody could, like, could, like, stick... face into the fire hose and see all the tweets happening as they happen. So, this they're is... It they, was fun. They're looking it, at, it was It was just as horrible as... I will uh, drink to that. ...as, like, the all-feddy timeline in, uh... in, like... Mastodon, but it is but it's just as fun. These guys are reporting on it like this
0: is this is a privacy problem because we have, you know, people in their public timelines will be accessible to Elon Musk. He'll be able to see everyone's public posts. Oh no. All their public information. And it's like, for God's sake, the Library of Congress had this. They were archiving all the tweets. Remember that one? Maybe ten years ago? Everything you posted ended up in the Library of Congress. So like what the, where the fuck does this come from these guys don't know what they're talking about oh wait they're journalists okay yeah i understand now
1: yeah well, that it's, exactly. it's it's par for the course journalists never know what they're talking so about it's, these days so there's your bad
0: bad tech journalism uh, report update from rare encounter is there any other thing going on besides those two stories i'm trying to think of has uh,
2: leo covered it yet I don't
0: know, when I find someone who's willing to listen to, to Twit,
2: <laughs> I'll ask him, but
0: I haven't met one of those in a while. Maybe did Billy Bones say he used to listen to he listens to Twit still? I feel like someone we know did. Maybe we should ask them.
1: Comic strip blogger still religiously listens to Leo Laporte. Ugh.
0: Well, we've got um How about this for a little tech story? The Laundry Jet. Have you seen this thing? <laughs> I'm guessing for <laughs> your reaction, you have cold acid. Did you look at the laundry jet? Laundry I, bees, I, I, bees, I saw it in your it. notes. And <laughs> okay, <laughs> so you've all heard of central air conditioning. That's kind what? of the the idea that we, we're going to start putting ducts in the walls. That we're going to pump um, hot or cold air into. To- <laughs> And
2: central vacuuming. And central vacuuming is
0: a thing. And uh, there's all kinds of things you might want to put inside your walls to uh, (laughs) kind of improve your daily life. You know, but one of the things I never thought would be inside the walls was a pneumatic tube that sucks up all of your dirty clothes and puts them in a hamper.
2: (laughs) At like 200 miles per hour.
0: (laughs) 200 miles an hour. So this is a... um, it is a hybrid of a laundry chute, which a lot of homes in New England had. I don't think yeah. I've seen one out, outside of New England
2: ever. You're right. I, I
1: used to live in a place that had one. Okay. So there,
0: it's not just there. But I didn't see one in Colorado, for example. Any house I went to yeah, never not, had a not chute. common in Colorado at all. Um, and for people who don't know, a laundry chute is usually on the second floor of the house, uh, where all the bedrooms are, they... There's a little panel so, in the wall you can open up, and then if and the idea is the washroom, the washing machine or the wash tub or whatever is all in the basement, and so you have basically a chute that you can put your dirty clothes and they drop straight down into uh, into the basement into a basket so you can do all your laundry.
2: I'm sorry, but I'm just I can't help but not laugh at picture. 200-mile-an-hour.
0: So, this thing is for houses where maybe the laundry room isn't below you, but it is lateral, or even above you. They have a big vacuum-powered laundry chute that... (laughs) That transports uh, clothes up to two hundred feet. It's it quote unquote sucks clothes from Almost any room in feet. the house.
2: <laughs> the laundry. So jet. yeah,
1: it's a, it's a central vac for laundry.
2: I really thought it was two hundred miles per hour. <laughs> the yeah. The, uh,
0: <laughs> the video for Which this is thing really is fast. The video of this thing is fantastic because what they what they showed the video <laughs> is that it's always on. It's just always this giant sucking aperture in your wall. And there's a guy who's like, he gets home, he takes off his shirt, and he kind of throws it at the wall. And it gets sucked in. It's fantastic. It is the, <laughs> the first vacuum-powered laundry chute that transports laundry from Eddie Rube. Ah, oh, man. So this is at laundryjet.com. I put a little picture of the unit. But you have to... It's very visual. You have to appreciate just sort of the... um Nonchalant way that this guy is basically just throwing clothes like over his shoulder, and it's catching. It's so powerful, it's sucking them up as uh, as they just get close to that hole. You know, the the comments on it were mostly about people with uh, with young children saying, "Yeah, my if I my, if we had this in my house, my toddler would be putting everything in this."
1: <laughs> it just I, sucks I'm more, at I'm more concerned. Like I'm more concerned, especially after the whole. The whole like two hundred mile an hour confusion, you know about the stories about the about the horny teenage boy who who fucks the vacuum machine, right? I'm just Ta- imagining. No, I don't no, know what, what it you're
0: talking me. about at all. No, uh, tell me, Cole. <laughs> tell me about this story.
1: I, I, I'm just imagining. I'm just imagining some teenage boy trying that with this and like in. Forget just, like, getting stuck in the vacuum. Like, he's, he's, like, Uh, dick and balls pulled into the wall and, like, (laughs) need to get, like, the paramedics to come in and then they have to, like, call for, like, the home repair guys to fucking cut out a section of pipe and wall (laughs) so they can recover the kids' junk.
2: Sorry, guys, this is really awkward. (laughs) <laughs> well,
1: so so, is so are vacuum blowjobs yeah. from an actual vacuum <laughs> come on you guys saw a yeah. scary movie <laughs> yeah I
0: did see a scary exactly. oh man here we go how about one of these
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like what Sir Spencer said he'd be Harvey Wallbanger <laughs> Harvey Wallbanger Mom, <Yes. laughs> turn it
0: Oh, thank you, Mom. You saved my, you saved my dick and balls.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no! Imagine cold, cold acid. You could have one of these in your house. You could just put Flynn inside it.
1: No, just pop, no. Pop the cat in the next room. <laughs> I don't need. I don't need that for for that to happen. She she will pop herself in the next room just just by me looking at her funny.
2: I thought you were saying Flint. Oh, F- Flynn. No, it's a cold as cat. cat. Yes, Flynn versus Flint. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, My wow, vomity she... little hairy troublemaker. Yes. What's the deal with this cat? Cat throwing up, throwing up, and then rolling in the in. The... In the uh, deposit no, on your bed? like
1: okay so there's the, there's this blanket on the floor in the dining room that she likes to lie on right and so she was lying on it and then she was like uh, 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 and puked up a bunch of kibble.
2: <laughs> I was just gonna and say Is she throwing. She's up? just
1: like, huh? That's weird. Batted around at the at the edges of the blanket so it would get like rolled As up further do. in the blanket. So if you had a laundry jet, you could just roll it all up and throw it at the wall.
0: <laughs> I could. <laughs> that's what it would be.
1: Oh, man. But yeah, I would be I would be tempted with the, with some of the things she does to throw her at this thing. Yeah. But she she's too she's too adorable and I keep forgiving her for all the trouble she causes me. That's a cat for you. Yeah, that's a cat. That's the sound it makes, by the way.
2: No, <laughs> oh, this is pod racing. <laughs>
1: uh, keep that this on the board, pod baby. racing!
0: <laughs> I forget to stop that. Wait a minute, <laughs> Alrighty. Well, we got some other stuff to talk about. How about some, uh speaking of pod racing.
1: I want to go we went we 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 were I got a segue. Talking animals. I want to keep talking animals. I were talking Star Wars. I got Wars. a Segway.
0: I got a Star Wars Segway, okay? It. I got a gift. And I want to talk about Anakin Skywalker. I want to talk about this. So oh. <laughs> And and I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the segue. Thank you very much. This is a throwaway story. I popped in the notes uh, last week. I I did a little gift a for segue. you guys. Th- this little gift for you guys when I wasn't here uh, for the show. You know the one you didn't do, hmm. where where I put you this tried, one hey. in. This is nameberry.com has the name Anakin on it and it has some stats for the for Anakin is a boy's name. Anakin Skywalker, A.K.A. <gasps> Darth Vader. <laughs> Is the antagonist in the original Star Wars trilogy? The name Anakin first entered the U.S. Top 1,000 in 2014, which is a little surprising because didn't
2: I? You'd think it would have to be way before that, right? That's my. Uh, I think
1: it was Revenge of the that. Sith. Then I mean, that's what it tells me. Revenge of the Sith was like. Two thousand three or two thousand five or something.
0: Yeah, it was like it wasn't two thousand three. It was like two thousand five or six or something like that.
2: Seems really late to me to be twenty fourteen.
1: Well, that's the only thing I can think about. You know, yeah, it was like, uh, like the New the New Trilogy, the first movie in the New Trilogy was like around then, wasn't it? Well, among the other there's twenty similar
0: names to Anakin and 2014 Anakin's... in Star Wars. Anakin popularity is The six hundred forty fourth most popular name in the U.S. I believe that is total, not boys or girls names. But can you just imagine
2: being named Anakin for like a moment?
0: You you get kids in the playground throwing sand at you.
1: You like sand? (laughs) Remember, remember what remember what uh, Amidala called him when he was a kid? Annie, little Annie, Annie, little Annie, yeah. Yeah, you get, you get named Anakin, yeah, you're going to get your ass beat, kid. It sounds like this. <laughs> that's, the, that's the ass beat sound. <laughs> that's all I got, sorry. Annie! Yeah, so 2014, the Force Awakens teasing, teaser went online. Okay. And Rebels was airing. Okay, so yeah, these are not things where you think people would start using the name Anika.
0: Oh, so this is right when, this is right when people were excited about Star Wars before they figured out it was going to go to shit.
1: No, they already knew it was going to go to shit because this was also when... uh, This is all around the time that they decided that all the good extended universe stuff was going to get written off and and Disney was going to fuck everything in the ass with a nail-studded dildo.
0: There are 20 names... Uh, selected by users of nameberry.com that are associated with Anakin. I just want to read off a couple of these. We got Kylo, we got Padme, and we've got uh, Mario is one that
1: shows up on the list. Okay, now there's, Mario, Mario was a name before the plumber. Now, Just so you know. I just want to point, point this out.
0: I think that it's only associated with Super Mario, though. So there's Mario Mario and Luigi Mario, or the Mario Brothers, right? <laughs> Renly is on this list. <laughs> Renly is on the list. Amidala the, the, is on the list.
1: Yeah, the, yeah, well, you know who Renly was, right? No. Who that's that's, that's not even Star Wars related. That's Game of Thrones.
0: Genesis? Gen- Genesis is on the list.
1: Link! Link is on the list. Can you imagine being named Link? Peter Gabriel? Genesis? <laughs> Genesis. <laughs> Probably Sega Genesis. Yeah, I'm
0: thinking... <laughs> Oh, your name Genesis. Uh, uh, this is my uh, this is my brother Game Gear. <laughs> Kale. People are naming their sons Kale. I think it's well Have is more it Kale. Kale or Kale. I think it's one of these pronounced Kale. Eat more definitely, Kale. Definitely Kale. Well, Kale. You, you can eat Kale. I'll stick to Padme. Thank you. <laughs> also, since when is Sora a girl's name? I thought Sora. Whenever I hear that, I think of like Kingdom Hearts. You know.
1: Sora yeah. is a girl's name, though. Sauron. Well, Sorif, well that's Sora. The thing I think Sora. S O R A. What about Sauron? Didn't you ever see Yosuga no Sora?
2: Yeah, but what about <laughs> that Lord anime of the Rings? based on yeah. based on
1: like the visual novel?
0: Cotton Jin doesn't know what he just said. He sucks. No, so. I don't. <laughs> just say no if he asks you that. Say no. Well, I was asking you, Kirby. Yes, I, I, I have. Thank you. <laughs> Oh boy! Hey, is this a segue to the anime segment? Are we gonna talk about? Here's something. Anime. Arthur. A u
1: r t h u r. Who the fuck spells it like that? Hmm. Uh oh. Hot new names of the 2010s. Oh boy, this is bad. This is this is gonna be bad, isn't it?
2: Can you can you say that again more time? As
1: a boy's name. Boyle. Royal. Royal. <laughs> Boyle.
2: I liked Boyle better.
0: Hi, <laughs> uh, here's my son, Boyle. His his sister, Hemroid. Uh,
1: okay, here's it. some that aren't new names, and yet they're listed as new names Ophelia.
2: <laughs> Royal <Boyle>.
1: And Aurelia. <laughs> those, those, oh are my like, God. those are like sex acts. I'm sorry. Here's another one. Atlas.
2: Really uncomfortable. Oh, wait, that's a good
1: one. Atlas, that's a good Ophi-
2: name.
1: Ophelia Ophelia was a character in Hamlet. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, these and are And Aurelia is the is the feminine version of Aurelius. These are good a names. Roman name. These
2: are all great Yeah. They are very good names.
1: Freya
0: also not a new name. It's just new being it's a it's a new hot name. It's like uh it's not new, it's just new to it's new to the list, I guess.
1: It's, it's on the upswing, you know? It's not new at all. You think
0: Ruth the, is going to come these back? These guys are selling, are selling us a bill of goods. Do you think Ruth is going to really come back? I think it will. That's my prediction. Ruth is going to be a big name. Ruth? In the next oh. underrated name. Oh,
1: Ruth always comes back. Yeah.
0: Hi-oh! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ruth don't need a callback.
1: Ah, mm-hmm. <sighs> man. Well we got some uh, I like what yeah, Servo is right. People naming their kids things like Freya have only learned North mythology from shitty cape shit movies.
0: Yeah, probably. But I mean that's what all of these name trends are from. They're from television usually. Television or movies. Televi- and... yeah,
1: television and film. But
0: these Read days... a book,
1: you fuckers, before
0: you name your kids. Now there's now there's um video games in play, it seems, just judging by this name list.
1: I wonder where I wonder where Tubi and Nines are on these lists. It's your name. This is my child, Tubi. Nine S.
0: Oh no, that's a recipe for disaster.
1: Servo says Khaleesi is probably the one that triggers him the most, uh, and yes, it no. triggers the fuck out of me too because it's not even a name; it's a title in the book. Yeah. <sighs>
0: Well, we've got some. If uh, I
1: have a kid, I'm gonna name him Mac Daddy Mofo. Okay. <laughs> Nobody's gonna fuck with him with a name like that.
2: Mac Daddy Mofo.
0: <laughs> yes, my name is Mac Daddy Mofo Acid. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. Have you have you tried the hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> 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 it's a name oh. you grow into, says Car Blades. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. All just right. try it out
2: a few times.
0: <laughs> well, uh Carplane's Carplanes uh says that's a name you grow into. Uh, of course, she's the lovely Carolyn Blaney is on the Hog Story oh, yeah. podcast, which is they just had their episode three hundred two vocal Three hundred. Well, okay. Three hundred and two is where I'm going. I'm just going into the rundowns here. Uh, we also had Abs in a Six-Pack, uh, Sir, Se- Sir Seat-Sitters Podcast, had their Battle of the Douchebags, I believe it was part five, that was on Sunday. Part five, yes. Part five, and if you want to find it out... It had won, an all-star a lineup. It was a really good show. Oh, yeah, it had a lot of, uh, lot of entertaining parts. Um, it seemed like Ryan Bemrose at the beginning wasn't sure how the show worked, which which I thought was hilarious. I mean, that's hilarious. pretty much
2: Ryan Bemrose, right? <laughs>
0: you know, shows up, it doesn't know the rules, so... Uh,
2: pretty well, much. That's fun.
0: Um the uh ryan Bembro's machine is spinning again we've got grumpy old ben's what wait was he on the grumpy old ben's most recent episode twice twice 183 quantum quantumness now this is uh this is yeah a,
1: we got two new episodes recently
0: this is an excellent uh turn of events i'm very happy with this Uh, And if uh, Grumpy Old Benz continues this way, I'm going to continue adding him to the rundown. We also had Angry Tech News, which is the other show that Ryan Bemrose does. Angry Tech News, number 36, Cringe Conference. I think that's a new one. I can't... I always get lost of which ones we've reported on, which ones we haven't. Um, We also had Behind the Schemes. No,
1: I think it was a new one because I don't think he got an episode out last week. We also had
0: Behind the Schemes, had their episode 103, and they've... uh, They've uh, they woke up and chose violence. They woke up and chose violence and they've b- jumped ahead of us in our show numbers. Somehow we got behind yeah. somehow.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry about don't that.
1: Don't worry. We'll we'll fix that. We'll fix that next time we have a live Sunday show. We also had um bowl after bowl, which for some reason shows up as
0: episode 170. Is that really the show number? Anyway, their title of it was Jobless in the Bowl for hmm, I thought they had more than that. I don't, I don't know. I feel like I made a typo here. Um, and that's uh, Lauren and Spencer do that. And, of course, I do uh, a podcast, Ablecraft, with uh, Sir Spencer. And I'm hoping we get one out uh, this weekend. So I've got to get in touch with him and yeah. sort some things out. We definitely have the show notes. I have I have an Ablecraft uh, rundown for all the stuff to talk about. We just need to get together. And The funny thing is we both uh, – like – Bowl after bowl, I've watched him produce the show, and he does like the RSS hacking, and he hits the record button. You know, he's he's kind of
2: the the guy who's I, I, I don't say in charge. Really you know, look forward to uh, Abelcraft. the The funny thing is, he does
0: that role on Bowl after Bowl, like the same kind of thing I do for this show. But when we get together, we can't ever fucking do anything. It's like, wait a minute. So between the two of us, we could ever find a good time to record. We could ever actually crank an episode out. So i appreciate Magical the uh, i appreciate that uh cotton gin it means the world to me hell yeah um actually there's been some news on that uh that cold Ass, you'll be happy to hear i'm trying to migrate to podcast generator in fact i Woo-hoo!
1: have, oh, I,
0: have oh. I have an install of podcast generator that i was playing with um boobery, hell yeah boobery was also working with it too so we've jump back and forth and
2: I just want to say uh, low key, like cold acid. You're just chilling out in the background, not promoting anything, not doing anything, but podcast generator is legit. Yeah. It good job.
0: It, it is. Thank you. But it's, light light it's not all,
1: it's not all me. I got, I got to thank, I got to thank the people who came before me when it comes to that, like Alberto Batella from rss.com who actually started the project originally and Emil Engler, Engler, who took it through versions 3.0 and 3.1. It's such a fantastic
0: product. We've been using it for Rare Encounter since day one, and the podcast 2.0 integration, it, the features that we have in this, the ability to just put your own tag in, is such a killer feature. You'd think it'd be standard on all these hosts. It is bizarre to me that it is not a standard feature on
1: every podcast host. I mean, be behind like an advanced user's option or something, right? I did, I did have to right? put, I did have to put some effort into building that. Just so you know, no, it's fantastic because it's it's very it's very easy to fuck up a uh, XML document uh, with something like that. So I actually had to put in effort to make sure that I we'd be able to you'd be able to put in tags and not have it break your feed if you screwed something up. So it actually does a bunch of processing whenever whenever you try setting custom tags on your feed or on a particular item to make sure that you're not going to break the feed.
0: That is fantastic.
1: I can't un I can't overstate how great that feature coming is. Coming in the next, way. coming in version three point three, coming in version three point three, some of the stuff that we're using those uh, that custom tag functionality for. 't going to need to you we're not going to need to use custom tags for that anymore because my intent is with 3.3 we're going to have the ability to specify value splits and live items uh, natively yeah. instead of having to do do the custom tag thing for them.
0: Well we'll be looking forward to that is there an is there a method to update your version of podcast uh, generator? Is it uh, yeah,
1: if you're if you're like if you're up updating patch version like you're going from 3.2.1 to 3.2. Point whatever, you simply you simply like upload the new PHP files on top of the old ones. Okay. If you're do if you're going from if you're going from like an older version like 3.0 or 3.1 up to 3.2, it can be it can be a little bit more complex than that uh, if you're going from if you're going from those versions to 3.2 there's some stuff you actually have to remove if you're going from if you're going from 3.0 to 3.2 you actually have to install a 3.1 version first and then upgrade to three point two. I see. And if you're coming from an even older version, well, you're going to be doing a lot of that sort of like upgrading from one old version to another, because there is no there's no proper upgrade support from uh, from versions older than the previous minor version, which is something I'd like to I'd like to fix, but that's going that's going to be down the road when we actually add some uh single file database stuff I'm, lo- I'm looking at using sqlite uh instead of having a whole bunch of xml files floating around the file system for storing all the episode information and that'll be that'll be a lot cleaner and a lot harder to screw up than the current way of saving episode metadata. i'm gonna upgrade it right now are you ready <laughs> there we go it's upgraded don't do it right now <laughs>
0: it's upgraded <laughs> there it goes Woo! but anyway this is
1: this is this is I the podcast like we need for to me like to talk
2: about that stuff episode of some kind where everybody I, i've s- I've
1: said i've said yeah. like i i'd be very happy uh, to go on podcasting 2.0 podcast and discuss yeah. podcast wow, you don't need them with uh adam and dave you don't want to go
2: on there no they need to be involved though. you gotta you gotta yeah. be able on ablecraft. Craft, yes you don't exactly. want to be on, go on ablecraft as well again, get, like, again people again because those time.
1: are both shows that are done on a weekday during able during able, the day able, even able. for uh for at least uh podcasting 2.0 i'd need to take the day off so i'd need to know in advance first oh uh, yeah no we'd like to
0: have uh we should get some more guests on ablecraft we've only had a couple on once in a once in a while
1: i've been one of those guests and the whole and the episode was half an hour long <laughs> we try and I aim got for, we try
2: they, and aim they for they like 15 minutes the uh, listener's time
1: yeah
0: yeah i want to be respectful of your time that's why the the shows are so short cotton gin yes you're a developer too tell me what you're working on <laughs> you're gonna put me on the spot
2: I'm not well, working duh. on anything right now.
0: Well, you've done a lot of work for uh, some bots and some uh, infrastructure for other shows. I mean, y- y- yeah, have, I'm you've all got about
2: some... the uh, IRC bots and the uh, chat bots and all that stuff. Yeah, that's mostly what I do.
0: Wow, you get some feathers in your cap. Tell us what some of the wins are.
1: Uh... <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> he's not gonna say anything. That's not a good. That's not good sign. <laughs> no, I
0: know. He's he's done stuff for all these other shows too. He just uh, he's uh, he's humble. I like in being ways. in the background. Yes. Yeah, no, Cotton is a good guy, and he'll uh, he'll work on IRC bots for you if you have
2: a particular IRC bot. Oh well, yeah, I think you should talk IRC, to this guy. Discord, Bitcoin, whatever you know.
1: That reminds me, we need to get uh, we need to get set up for the Boost bot.
0: Yeah, we do. We need to get a Boost bot in there. You well, there have there a, is a Boost uh, bot, there, there, yeah, and a a boost I see I've seen it being C-dubs used dubs.
1: by by other podcasts. Yeah, and servo. It's just. Go it's ahead. just I gotta I gotta update our split and get the right config information over for it to Sorry, use. Sorry, I'm uh,
2: nerding out on people I respect.
1: Yes, but yeah, this isn't supposed to be the podcast where we talk about this sort of like serious podcasting stuff. This is the one we're supposed to be like a bunch Talking of about idiots anime discussing
2: and like uh, potato news and shit. We have have we even gotten to a potato news? I haven't heard any potato news.
0: There's there's a potato news story from... I I don't want to do it. Don't play the jingle. From South Africa. We need potato
2: news. Please play the jingle.
0: I cannot do a story on potato news because I haven't finished analyzing it. So there's some new farms in South Africa that are kind of interesting. Um, This is a Canada-related South African endeavor that is related to McCain Foods, and I'm trying to figure out what which parties are doing what before i report on it so that'll be a special later (laughs) it's a tease it's a tease uh but at this moment i have not dissected uh, what's actually going on there and plus farming in south africa is a interesting topic for people who try and follow international politics
1: there's always something it seems like there's
2: everywhere is pretty uh interesting
1: well the thing i know a guy from south africa and uh he has family still there and it seems like farming oh. in
0: South Africa always tends to involve a little more than farming anywhere else. And <laughs> I'll leave it there. Um uh, Yeah. The um the story though is fourth. Can
1: I get on to can I get onto my elephant news already? Oh go for it. Yeah, so you know how elephants they you say they say that elephants never forget, right?
2: Yes. What so, I hear. So
1: there's an elephant in India who also never forgives. So there was this there's this dark. old lady and she she was she went to fill up like a bucket of water at a at a well or something and this elephant came along and is like I'm going to fuck you up bitch and trampled her to death. Then uh a long distance away like her body was sent to her family who lived like several hours away by car and they're having her funeral. She was on the funeral pile. The same elephant shows up, drags her corpse off the pile, stemmed, like stomps all over her again, and takes off.
0: That was a pathetic elephant sound. I, I apologize for that. <laughs> no,
2: it's perfect. <laughs>
1: Yes, uh, some people are saying they they saw this story before on uh, on any social and that's because yes, I posted it there earlier. Mm.
0: Yes, I think it was on Hog story also. Was it? I'm trying to I think so. Oh, the millennial media offensive also covered it. Mm, ah. Interesting. We got double scooped. That's two scoops, man. Damn. That's dangerous, man. You don't want two scoops are
2: reason. Y'all should sc- listen to Millennial me-
0: Media Offensive. Hey, we Good did. Show. We just did promos for it. Come on. Just saying. <laughs> we just did promos for, believe me. Hey, Cotton Gin, do you want to do uh promo? Yeah,
1: 120 miles. I'm really bad 120 at miles it travels to yeet the lady's corpse. <laughs> to yeet the lady's corpse. This is like...
0: A, you know, uh, heroic pit like bull. That, that's a fucking, that's a fucking grudge, dude. This is like heroic pit bull travels 2,000 miles to bite owner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. So the promo, co- uh, Cotton Gin. the promo is. Yes. Hi, I'm Jordan Peterson, and I listen to Millennial Media Offensive.
2: Hi, I'm Jordan Peterson, and I listen to Millennial Media Offensive. There you go, perfect, there you go. You're the cycle.
1: Hi, I'm Jordan Peterson, and I listen to media. Sounds just like fucking, him. Fucking millennial media offensive.
2: It's millennial media M-M-O. offensive. M-M-O. It's the C-U-N-T. wrong. C-U-N-T. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry.
2: Lord. Oh, Lord. It's really meta right now.
0: So, let's see. I'm, we're going to run down the list and see if there's anything that appeals to anything. Let's see. I've got power outages in Ohio. Does anybody care?
2: Yes, no, I actually do
0: No, care. no. Well, Cotton Gin, you, care. you I got, care. I care. I got. I care immensely about
2: got power got outages. Planet-eating uh, planets.
0: Okay, I've got a spooky bicycle.
1: Oh, okay. I got planet-eating planets.
0: Okay, I think we only have time for one or two more things. So let me keep going. Uh, the other things I have are Pick the key- the keyboard for girls, and uh, which is a That's keyboard that has, it has emojis on the keyboard that's what it means to have a keyboard for girls i got um what is going to be a serious discussion so i want to nix it about a wedding <laughs> photographer i'm sorry i actually got um i actually got tom starkweather uh in the back channel i got some discussion with him I'm, i don't think we're going to get to this story unfortunately I'll, I'll rant about it later i've got the pumpkin toadlet do you know what a pumpkin toadlet is
1: Save that one for next week okay.
0: I think. There's a sriracha hot sauce shortage that's on the run Already
1: covered, okay? It so was it... covered on no agenda on Sunday.
0: Yeah, but I had it in my notes first. It's all that matters. It's all that matters, man. First to it's first to put in your notes, right? No, I think they changed that. Now it's first to publish. Um and then we had a bit about 7 Seas Entertainment and this was going to turn into basically a uh insensitive gay joke about some people on shitposter.club but so i think we'll bypass that one
1: i have i have some actual serious discussion to have about that so i say right. we push that to next week okay so i'm gonna do spooky bike and then you do your thing okay there is a really
0: spooky bike in ohio man this bike has a skeleton on the back riding bitch that's it that's the whole spooky, story
1: scary skeleton bike i i took a okay. photo of
0: it it's in the show notes <laughs> that, that's it that's the whole story <laughs> <laughs> it's not even October. What a this, story. This guy has a green bike uh, with, uh, you know, he's got the satchels and everything. But on the back seat, he has like a full, uh, like, classroom-style skeleton, scale skeleton person, just hanging out. And that's who he drives around with. I, hey, i ride with Skelly. That's what he says. Spooky, scary skeletons. Shiver down my spine. All right. <laughs> that's all I have on the spooky skeleton.
1: All right, so... Jupiter is a cannibal. Jupiter is a cannibal. Jupiter is a cannibal. Scientists have found the remains of cannibalized baby planets inside Jupiter's cloud-covered belly. Oh, my God. Yeah. The, the greatest, the biggest planet, well, it's big because it's been eating, it's been having its baby back, 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 ribs. <accumulations> That's the baby, baby planet. Yeah, baby planets. Yeah, baby back ribs. But yeah, apparently, apparently they found Zillies. they have discovered that uh, based on uh, based on uh, what they've been able to tell about like uh, I guess uh, local gravity situations on Jupiter that. That it is actually like glommed up uh, little planetoids back when the solar system was forming.
2: Ooh, I'm sorry, is this the Protoss?
1: That's the
0: spaceship hum.
1: Okay, look, guys. I this is fucking theory of the mind. I'm
0: trying my best here. Okay, we're in the rear encounter spaceship. We're in orbit about Jupiter, and uh, science officer Cold Acid is looking in his scope, and he's saying it looks like there yes. are baby planetoids that were eaten by cannibalistic Jupiter. Cold Acid, take it away.
1: Intriguing, Captain. <laughs> But yeah, so so various probes that they've sent around, like Juno and Galileo, they were able to they're able to measure uh, the gravitational field at different points in, around Jupiter, and it did, they were able to determine that Jupiter has more heavy elements in it than it should, uh, based on based on previous models about it being a gas giant and the determination is that within jupiter are planetesimals that were swallowed up during the planet formation stage of the solar system. Hmm. They also discovered that uh, jupiter does not convect nearly as much as they thought it did.
0: What? It has a big stinking storm on it. What do you mean it doesn't convect?
2: Yeah, that the storm is bullshit. only
0: is only skin deep. Oh oh you're talking about the fact that it's a gas giant and the inner part of the gas is not convecting.
1: Yeah, the 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 planet itself is is not convecting. It it's layered. Okay. It's like it's like an onion or an ogre.
0: It has or a parfait. It has layers.
1: Yes, yeah, it has layers.
0: Well, that's cool. Um what does this mean for our uh knowledge of Jupiter?
1: Well, forget that. They're thinking that this might also this might also explain a development of other gas giants, not only the ones in our solar system, but in other solar systems out there. Oh, okay. I'm just so that these 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 worlds are more are more metallic than they had originally expected. And now they're thinking about, this Is this could be why. It, it wasn't just glomming little bits of dust here and there. No, it was swallowing up whole uh, planets to be. So can we still construct a black hole bomb on Jupiter and tow it to the center
0: of the universe with Gunbuster to destroy the space invaders?
1: If we have to, but if... we probably shouldn't. <sighs> leave, leave it as a last resort. Yes. And film it in black and white, people. Thank you very much.
0: All right. Is that our uh, <laughs> space news update? That is our space news update. Now, I'm going to go look into this story. I remember once you brought me this story about how part of the moon was buried under the earth. And I'm still mad about that. But I do... I am reminded of a really cool story you brought, which was... Um, the, the fallout from that was we got interested in the low shear velocity regimes. Um, these regions underneath the surface of the earth you know deep inside it that have particular seismic um let's say the phase velocity of seismic waves is slower than they think it should be and uh the mapping of it what's the
1: phase velocity of an unladen swallow
0: (laughs) uh a african or european swallow i don't know that (laughs) (laughs) good job okay well i think it's time to wrap up uh this has been tremendously fun but i think we've had too much fun already if you have too much fun you get sucked into the wall by this giant vacuum cleaner you don't want that to happen so until next time you do until next time (laughs) i've been Abel kirby i've been cold acid cotton gin thank you for coming
1: Keep it, fruity, Keep it fruity, boys. Keep it fruity, boys. Let you lay down, honey, and die? Oh, I had a good woman. Would she lay
0: down?